Get ready for an eargasm as you listen to unsolicited advice from that chick you know, and that chick you know would be me, India L. Trotter. Sit back, relax, and get ready for a full dose of real talk. Enjoy the podcast, and note, this podcast is for mature audiences only. Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome. Welcome to my podcast. This is unsolicited advice from that chick you know, and that chick you know would be me. I'm India L. Trotter, and I am bringing you this podcast from the comforts of my home, looking out the window as the snow falls ever so gently on the streets of Philadelphia. And so I thought, what better, what better thing to do today than to record a podcast? And so here I sit, speaking to you, the masses, and ready to drop some more unsolicited advice, some real knowledge. But before I do that, how was everyone's Valentine's Day? You know, let me just say that I worked. I worked actually both of my jobs because unbeknownst to many of you, or maybe you guys do know, but I really don't make a lot of money doing this just yet. So I work two jobs. I work one during the day and I work one in the evening. And so Valentine's Day was just another work day for me. And I was really getting quite perturbed with people stopping by asking me like, what did you get? What are you getting? Oh, I'm sure there's going to be flowers waiting for you when you get home. No, the fuck they're not because I'm single, bitches. And for whatever reason, albeit I'm the greatest catch ever, I just haven't found Mr. Right. So maybe I'll find him in um, next Valentine's Day. I'll get some roses and some candy and some bullshit. I don't know. But this Valentine's Day, I worked. What'd you guys do? Inbox me. Let me know. No, don't inbox me because I'm going to do a another podcast on messages in the inbox. But hit me up on social media. You know, I'm on Twitter at IndieTrot. I'm on Instagram at Indie Trot, and you can find me on Facebook, India L. Trotter. That was my little shameless plugs, so I can get some more followers, because I need more followers so I can make more money, and then I won't have to work those two jobs. See, it's all relative. But anyway, so let's get started, shall we? Okay, so... As I mentioned earlier, I have two jobs, and both of those jobs are within customer service type type fields. Um, I provide services. I, for all intents and purposes, I'm the hired help. Hi, may I take your order? And I don't have a problem in saying that I'm the hired help because I wear a uniform. I wear a uniform at both jobs, and let's be clear, I love a uniform. I think I've mentioned that before, but just in case you didn't know, when you have to wear a uniform, you don't have to think about shit you know that you put on that and this, and that's it, and then you go. You don't have to worry about, do my shoes match? Do my, does my shirt match? Should I wear this? Should I wear that? None of that. So anyway, if you wear a uniform or you deal with customers, then you are the hired help, and you shouldn't have any problems with that because someone's paying for a service that you're delivering. So you were hired for that, even for that brief moment or that brief interaction. So, I don't have a problem being a hired help, but what I do have a problem with is people getting the uniform fucked up. 
And so that's why I am doing this podcast today, Don't Let the Uniform Fool You. And this is several different things that you as a customer should not do so that I don't have to show you that I'm a different person outside of this goddamn uniform. Okay? Okay. Customers, let's start with this one. Your sense of urgency is not my sense of urgency. Now, I'm not saying that when you come into a place of business that you're not looking for um, expedient service or you're not looking for service to be given to you within a timely fashion. What I'm saying here is if you're running late, if you have not given yourself enough time in your time schedule to get a service, to wait in line, or for all of those unforeseen issues that may come into play when you run into a place of business at the last minute, then you might want to pump your brakes. Because again, your sense of urgency is not my sense of urgency because I'm already at work. I'm at work. I'm in no hurry. I have until whatever time it is that I get off. So, you running into the business saying, um, isn't there any more people working here? I need to speak to a manager. I'm in a hurry. I've been doing this line for 2.276 minutes. Nobody cares. And albeit we might look like we care for just one smidgen of a second, just to appease you just a little bit, or really just to shut you the fuck up, we don't care. Because again, your sense of urgency is not our sense of urgency. So I implore you to give yourself a little bit more time to get that latte. Hey, give yourself a little bit more time to stand in line at the Target, the Walmart, wherever the heck you're standing in line. But understand that if you did not give yourself enough time to do what you need to do, it's nobody else's fault but yours. And now that you understand that, you also will need to understand that there's no need to be mean. Don't be mean when you're late. What you really should be is humble, nice, maybe even complimentary. Like, tell me, I like your hair, and then tell me that you're running late. Then I might move a little faster, but don't be mean. Because, again, it's not anyone else's fault that you decided to wait until the last minute to do whatever it is that you waited to do. So, humble pie works. Come in, say something like, I'm really sorry, I'm running a little bit late, but do you think you could help me? Blah, blah, blah. If you're waiting in line, be nice, be cordial to the person in front of you. You know, people are really are nice. Why not just say to the person in front of you, excuse me, I only have one item, I'm running late. Do you think that it's possible that I can get in front of you? They might just say yes, but do not be that person who expects that the world will stop for them albeit that they're in the wrong. So, I think I've said enough on this one. It's time to move on to the next. Just don't be that customer. Nobody likes that customer. Not even the people who you're trying to rally to join you in your soliloquy about how you're never coming into this business again because every time you come here, you have to wait and blah, 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 blah. Everybody's just thinking, don't come no more. Just go someplace else. So my experience, my other customers' experiences, and the customer service rep's experience can be a pleasurable one without you.
So this one here is for those individuals who work in a tip-based profession. Tip-based profession meaning that the bulk of the money that you make is based on tips. And that would be your bartenders, your mixologists, your wait staff, your waiters, your waitresses, um, barbers, hairdressers, casino dealers, um, and the delivery driver. And I'm, of course, I'm sure that there's some other tip-based professions out there, but those are the bulk of, of them. And we make our money based on gratuities, if you will. We provide a service. If we're providing a good service, then tip us. Don't be chintzy. Don't say we get paid an hourly wage and stuff like that. That just infuriates us because we bust our asses providing a good service. So I say to you, customers, if you cannot afford to tip, then you can't afford to eat out. You can't afford to go to the casino. You can't afford to go to the bar because the tip is a part of that because it's an entire experience. You're, you're, you're tipping for your experience. The waitress, the waiter, they can't control the temperature of your food, whether or not the cook made it properly or anything of that nature. Don't penalize the waiter or the waitress. That is some bullshit because you know good and well that the waiter or the waitress is just a conduit to your belly being full. They place the order, they bring the order to the table. As long as they're being cordial and giving you the service that you deserve, why wouldn't you leave them a tip? Why would you cheat them? The bartender, the mixologist who sat there and listened to your entire story about whatever it was that you were telling them, why wouldn't you make sure that you compensate them accordingly? If your bar tab was something ridiculous, it's not appropriate just to give them a dollar or two. You need to, you need to hook them up. Make sure you're giving your 20% if you're getting good service. And, of course, I work in a service-based industry or tip-based industry, so I over-tip. But I'm saying you should at least give 20%. I mean, in my industry, I have, I have customers and clientele that may spend my full entire eight hours with me mucking it up, talking about things that I really in the back of my mind to care less about because again this is my job this is what I do but I want to make sure that your experience is a good one so for you to walk away from that experience and not give me anything but a thank you or see you later I can't fucking eat a thank you or see you later I'm here for a job and albeit your experience doesn't make it feel like I'm just working I'm working hard to make sure that you walk away saying oh I had a good time that was pleasurable so throw me a little something. Throw somebody else a little something. Like, this is what we're doing for work. It's a part of our job, and if your experience is good, we deserve a tip. And if you see me the next time and you didn't tip me the first time, I might not be so nice to you. I might just be like, oh, hey, you know, we're not going to muck it up. We're not friends. I don't care about your kids and your family and all that that you already told me about. I don't care. But you didn't know I didn't care, and that's what's important. And... For that reason alone, you should tip me. Can I just ask some of you customers just to learn how to wait your turn? Excuse me, Ms. Just learn how to wait your turn. Can I just ask you a quick question? If you see anyone in customer service helping someone else, it really isn't appropriate to come up and say, 
I just want to ask a question. I just want to ask a question. Um, excuse me. I mean, I see that you're busy, but can can you just... No, don't do that. And the reason why you shouldn't do that is because what you're saying is that your question or you are more important than the person who's even standing in front of me. Like, who does that? And, you know... Again, I work in two different customer related customer related fields, and it's just baffling to me how people are just rude and insensitive not only to the other customer who's standing in front of me or the other customers that are around, but how rude and insensitive is that to me as well because now you're putting me in a bad position. Do I stop helping the person I'm helping to help you because then what will that customer think? Like, do you even think about what it is that you're putting us through? Like, stop it. Wait your turn. That's all we ask. Just wait your turn. So there really is no need to yell. Now, anyone who knows me or who knows me personally knows that I have a real calm demeanor. And the reason why I have a real calm demeanor is because I grew up being a real hothead. So I wasn't always calm. So my calm demeanor is learned behavior. So when you come in, customer, and you are yelling, screaming, cursing, hollering, and doing all those things, those antics that you think are going to give you um, a leg up, understand that I am not for it. So typically, I will let you yell, depending upon what it is you're yelling about. And then I hit you with the, can you hear me? Now, this works even not even in customer service, but if anyone's ever yelling at you, after they finish talking, hit them with the, can you hear me? And then when they say, uh, uh, yes, say, well, I can hear you. So I'm going to need you to take that shit down. And lower your voice. Lower your voice when you're speaking to me. Like, really, who the fuck are you talking to? And I think that, especially in customer service arenas, people get it fucked up. You would not speak to me if I wasn't behind this counter, if I wasn't in this uniform, or if our settings were different. Like, if you and I were in the same office, or if you and I were standing next to each other in a restaurant or in a grocery store, or if you and I were on the same side of the counter. You would not speak to me that way. And for whatever reason, you have let a counter and a uniform give you a false sense of security. Because at the end of the day, you don't have the right to speak to me any old kind of way. And second of all, you wouldn't speak to me any old kind of way if I was two seconds off of your ass. So when you're dealing with customer service, people don't curse, don't yell, don't scream, don't holler. Speak to me with the same respect that you want me to speak to you. And while I use myself as an example here, I am speaking for all those in customer service when I say, lower your voice. Don't spit or throw things. Now, in my mind, that kind of goes without saying, but somebody needed to hear that. Maybe it was you. Customers, I'm going to need you to be a lot less defensive. A lot of times, it's almost like that no good deed goes unpunished. A lot of times, we're trying to help you, but for whatever reason, you don't view it as such. So, for example, I was at work the other day. A person called in and asked, 
how much it would cost to make a hundred copies. I said, well, it all depends. Is it single-sided or double-sided? It's a hundred copies. So again, I said, will that be a hundred pages of copies on a single side or do you want them to be copied double-sided? What, what, what difference does it make? Well, it actually does make a difference in price. Which one is it? Now, very simple question. Answer probably would have been just as equally simple, but the customer was already on the defensive from the beginning as if the questions I was asking did not pertain to the result or the answer that they were looking for. I'm going to need y'all to calm your asses down and learn how to answer a simple fucking question. You know, for the most part, people are fairly, fairly decent. I must say, being in a customer service field, like, it might sound like I don't like people, but I, I kind of like people. I like the jobs that I have. I enjoy helping people in both of my jobs. Both of my jobs are completely different. Maybe one day I'll go into it in greater detail, but I really enjoy helping people. And I have to admit that most of the time, everyone is pretty decent. But it's those one or two customers that come in who make it really bad for everyone else. The biggest of my pet peeves is when customers come in and they're condescending. And not for anything, there's no need to be. I think in truth, albeit that we've already discussed it, a lot of us are the hired help. And again, we're okay with being the hired help. But you don't need to speak to us as if we're subservient as if we are there only to be at your beck and call. Um, almost, um, we're not indentured servants. We aren't there to make you feel better about whatever it is that's lacking in your life. We are just there to provide a service. And so don't be condescending when you speak to us because most customer service individuals who have taken on a job in customer service do generally like helping people. They may even be more educated than you as the customer. In addition to being more educated, they may be better spoken. They may even, in some cases, make more money. You're speaking to customer service individuals like they are so much beneath you, but in many respects, they are running leaps and circles around you. I mean, if you were only half of what you thought you were, you probably still wouldn't measure up to them as a whole. And so I say to you, as you speak to those folks who are providing you a service, as you interact with them, do not, under any circumstances, let the uniform that someone is wearing fool you. In some instances, we're speaking about a uniform in a metaphorical sense because everyone who provides you customer service doesn't necessarily wear a uniform. But those who do or those who are providing you a service you should treat them equally and with the same amount of respect that you want to be treated. And that's what this whole podcast boils down to. Being a bad customer only speaks to your character. And I read a quote the other day that said, conduct is the proof of one's character. And when you display this poor behavior or this ill conduct towards someone in customer service, um, 
or someone who you feel that is acting in a capacity who is lesser than, not equal to you, then what you're doing is you're acting like a backyard bully. And if anyone ever wants to know what happens to the backyard bully, simply note that eventually they get their ass kicked. So again, I implore you, calm your asses down. Let's all just get along and don't let the uniform fool you. Thank you for listening to Unsolicited Advice from That Chick You Know. And if you'd like to hear more from me, That Chick You Know, please follow me on Instagram or Twitter at IndyTrot, I-N-D-Y-T-R-O-T, or like me on Facebook, India L. Trotter.